Gina Reinhart celebrates her birthday today, and as well as cake, some of her employees are reported to be in the running for a substantial cash windfall. The mining billionaire is said to be giving 41 employees from across her businesses a bumper bonus of $100,000 to mark the big day. But while the employees who win the lottery will no doubt have a spring in their step, how would you feel if you didn't get the 100 grand? Michelle Brown is a professor in human resource management at the University of Melbourne and researches performance and the way reward management is built and the implications. Michelle, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Um, Now, if the reports are correct, this is an incredibly generous gesture to the workers that do get this $100,000 bonus. But is it good business practice to randomly reward a small number of employees with such a large uh, amount of cash? What's really interesting about this example is that it is random. We do see organisations paying various types of cash bonuses, but it's typically tied to something. So trying to identify the, the best performers or, or, or the best attenders. So it's quite an unusual practice in, in that sense. You know, organisations are looking for some kind of return on, on spending that amount of, of money. What's kind of interesting also is that the system that they have, though, is incredibly simple. I mean, all they need to do is get people in a room, pull out the names out of a hat and then write checks. Um, and it also could be quite cheap for, for the organisation. Like, you know, we might think of $100,000 as being quite a lot of, of money, but you've got to remember that in the mining industry, the salaries are considerably higher and they're one-off payments. It's not like you know everybody in the workforce is getting a, an increase in pay, which then perpetuates into next year, the year after, the year after, as long as people are, are with the organisation. So it's, it's, it's an unusual example because it's random. Um, people aren't being identified based on their performance or their, or their attendance. So given it's random, you could go to somebody who doesn't work as hard as someone else, <laughs> so exactly. to speak. Right? Uh, or hasn't, you know, really lent in. Is that, do you think that that's bad? Does does that create resentment in a workplace? There's actually quite a lot of, of research on, on this notion of sort of jealousy and, and envy. And clearly what happens is that some people are going to, to, to be better off as a consequence of this system than, than others. You know, the, the consequences in this case could be some people were in the room, some people were not, some people are good performers, some people are not, but they might have picked up the money or might pick up the money today when the, the draw takes place. Um, and there is actually a kind of a, a persuasive body of research that shows that that sort of jealousy and envy can um, undermine relationships between between workers. Why are you going to work well with somebody if they kind of got a pay rise, which you think that they weren't really entitled to? So it can actually be quite um, some sort of implications for relationships between people and ultimately for the for the productivity of, of teams. But what's really interesting also is that not everybody responds the same. There was some research that was done last year and the argument, well, what they found was that some people are very what they referred to as communion-orientated. They were very um, focused on cooperative relationships between um, themselves and others in the workplace, and they actually find these kinds of systems really hard. But what happens is that they, they value relationships with people and, as a consequence of individuals being identified, they're more likely to 
for to be absent and more likely to leave. But then the other group of, of workers that these researchers found what they referred to as achievement orientated individuals. And they actually like these systems. Um, they were less likely to leave. They were more likely to to, to turn up to work. But the real kind of the, the health warning, in a sense, in all of this is that you might have people who are very much attracted to the money, but there's this phenomenon of what's being referred to as the brilliant jerk, the people who are really good at achieving the, the results of their job, but they're actually not very good to, to work with. Brilliant jerk, is that the term there? <laughs> That's the term. Wow, um, but what sort a of term. workplaces are actually... Um, but obviously it's about achieving things, but it's also that the, the relationships between people in the workplace are important. <laughs> Having sort of good colleagues can actually make it an incentive to turn up to work, um, to, to work more productively. And so these brilliant jerks are actually a, a bit of a problem for workplaces. Yes, they achieve their targets, but, but no, they're not really great to work with. Very interesting. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Thanks. Bye. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.